David and all the house of Israel played before the Lord with all kinds of instruments made of cypress wood, with harps, with stringed instruments, with tambourines, with castanets, and with cymbals. 2 Samuel 6, 5. Dear God, you are so good and so great. You have created this great big world, and you have created us too. You are a strong, powerful God, but you still choose to love us, forgive us, and take care of us. You love to hear us praise you, and that's what we want to learn more about today in our story. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world. Cultivate curiosity and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. Bringing the Ark Home In our last story, we learned about David's mighty men, And with the Lord by his side, he took Jerusalem and defeated the Philistines. In this story, we will learn how David was able to bring the ark home, what happened when someone touched it, and David's dancing in the street, as inspired by 2 Samuel and 1 Chronicles. Hey, it's Joya Sadler, and we're back for another Bible story. I'm so glad you're here for the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Today, David and his friends will show us what praising God looks like. Not only is this something God asks us to do, but it's fun. And it makes our hearts happy and puts a smile on God's face. So let's dive into the story and see what the Israelites had to praise God about in the first place. David, having just named Jerusalem the capital of Israel, felt that something was still missing from the city. He began to ponder this for some time before remembering that Saul had lost the Ark of God to another nation. It was in a place that David was able to go and retrieve it at this time, so he made the proper arrangements. As part of these arrangements, he sent out messengers to every part of Israel to invite people to come and celebrate the return of the ark. David, in his excitement, gathered the priests and began a convoy to the place where the ark was. He sang songs and praises to God as they were on the road. When they arrived, he ordered a cart be cleared off for the ark. The priests then placed rods through the sides of the ark and put it on the cart. David thought nothing of this and had the ox carry the cart back to the city. Everyone walked nearby and were celebrating in song and dance. It was a wonderful time. Then David heard a series of panicked screams from the ark and he rushed over to it. One of the ox had stumbled, taking the cart with it. It apparently had a broken leg and was unable to continue. As he went closer to the ark, he saw a man named Uzzah lying motionless. David asked what happened, and someone told him, The ox stumbled, and as the ark was falling, Uzzah reached out to hold it still, 
Before he could touch it, he fell over and has not moved since. This disheartened David. He thought to himself, What did I do wrong? He ordered the people to move the ark to a nearby home, as he needed to think about what went wrong. It remained there for three months. While it was there, David spent much time with God, with the priests, and studying the scriptures. He heard that the home that the ark was kept in was prospering, and when he finally found the error in his ways, decided he would once again go to retrieve the ark. Instead of rushing off, David came to the priests and told them to purify themselves and to remember the directions Moses gave them on how to carry the ark. Many of the priests found that this was the error in their ways the last time they tried. Once again, David invited all of Israel to come and see the return of the ark. As they went, he had also left orders for some to create a special tent to be the new home of the ark. They went to the home that the ark was being stored at and retrieved it. This time, the purified priests carried the ark by the rods in its sides the whole way. As the ark approached, David ordered that the priests begin making sacrifices to God in thanks for the return of the ark. The whole nation was there, and all were dancing and parsing God with David, though Migal, daughter of the former King Saul, as well as David's wife, looked on with disappointment and disgust. The rest of the nation was pleased. The ark was placed in the tent that David had prepared, and offerings were made to the Lord. David then gave out food to all the people of Israel as he blessed them. Michal came to David when the festivities were done and yelled at him, You made a fool of yourself dancing in the street. How could you have done something so simple and foolish? Do you not know that you are the king? Act like one. David told her, It was not for the people that I did what I did. I did it all to bring honor to God. I would gladly do it again. If anything, people will honor me for placing a higher glory to God than myself. For the rest of Michal's life, she never bore any children to David. I don't know about you, but that story made me want to get up and dance. Jerusalem is now the capital, and David says it's time to return the ark with God's people. Right away, David told everyone to come and celebrate. They sang songs and praises and danced along the road. They celebrated how God was making everything right again. But as we heard, the Israelites had forgotten the special instructions from Moses on how to handle the ark. And because of that, someone died. Then David did something we've seen him do time and time again. Do you remember what it is? He got alone with God and prayed. Like always, he asked him what he should do next. The Israelites then did things the right way, and all of Israel came to see the ark in Jerusalem. They sacrificed to God, sang, danced, and ate. It was a party with God. David was a great example to God's people of how to praise God, and we need to do the same. 
In fact, the Bible tells us hundreds of times that we should praise God. Psalm 92.1 says, It is a good thing to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name. When we praise, we thank God for the great things he's done. We're remembering that everything good that happens comes from God. It's like we're telling him, I know this is because of you. Thank you for being such a great God. I love you. And guess what else? Did you know that even creation offers praise to God? Psalm 148 tells us that the sun, moon, and stars praise God. It says that even the lightning, hail, and stormy winds fulfill his word. And get this, once in Luke 19, some people who had seen Jesus do great things saw him coming into Jerusalem, and they started praising him. The Pharisees told them to stop, but Jesus said that if the people don't praise me, the rocks will cry out. It's important to praise God and thank him for the good things he's done. It's also good to thank him for who he is. He's loving, kind, forgiving, patient, and strong. In Psalm 22:3, David says, But you are holy, you who inhabit the praises of Israel. To inhabit praise means that God sits in, dwells in, and stays inside of the praises of his children. He enjoys it and it makes him so happy. He comes near and is with us while we're praising him. And actually, David wrote that psalm at a time in his life when he was very scared, confused, and sad. He knew that even though things were not going his way, he could still praise God. Like David, we shouldn't only praise God when things are going great. The psalm also speaks to how Jesus must have felt when he was on the cross. He was suffering, sad, and alone, yet he still praised God. Can you think of something you can praise God for today? Has he answered a prayer, done something great, or given you something you need? Can you praise him for your family, your house, or your health? Or maybe you want to stop right now and sing your favorite worship song. Tell God how great he is and how much you love him. He'll meet you there. Thanks for being with me today and listening to this story. Make sure you come back next time where we find David in his beautiful palace, hearing about two very special promises from God. And as we always say, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. If this podcast brought you joy and seems like a valuable tool for kids and parents, please share it with someone you care about. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, 
Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.